Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome yeah. to another episode of It's Eleven, It's Heaven for Jamie Vardy, the Leicester City podcast by Leicester City fans, for Leicester City fans, and we've got a treat for Leicester City fans tonight. All of the gang are back together from England, Ireland and uh, Scotland, and we're also joined by Leicester legend, Captain Fantastic, Steve Walsh. Steve, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm great, lads. Yeah, it's great to be on here tonight, so uh, looking forward to it, As, you, as uh, on the back of a, another defeat though, but uh, still, it was... Uh, there was a few positives in the, in the end, so uh, you know we've we still got a smile on our faces at the moment. It'd be more difficult to not get you on after a defeat this season. That's twenty, I think we've had now. Still doing the academy with Muzzy and, uh, and still working for the yeah. club. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Um, me and Muzzy have got a, um, a football education program that we run, uh, Advanced Football Development Academy (AFDA), and. Um, we that is for sixteen to eighteen year old uh, lads, you know, um, and girls really. So, uh, so yeah, we do that. We're quite busy with that, but uh, obviously, I'm contracted to Leicester to um, as an ambassador for the football club. So I've got quite a lot on with with them. So yeah, it, it kind of both jobs go together quite well. They fit in nicely. I've got a bit Leicester tomorrow. I've got to do some filming down the King Power Stadium. Um, and then on um, Thursday, I've got to do something else down the training ground with DHL, some guests uh, from from America, I think, um, and uh, take them a tour around the fantastic training ground that, that Leicester have got. So that that's it it's, it's a nice job, yeah. Yeah, it looks amazing. I bet it's a bit different to the one you trained at Beaver Drive, then. <laughs> well, that, in 1986, when I first signed, there was a, a wooden changing rooms at Beaver Drive, and um, they get. They got burned down the first day by the gypsies. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> you can imagine. Yeah, but uh, so it's uh, it's totally different uh, to my, to my days now. Incredible. Yeah, that was, that was your welcome to Leicester. 
It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Long time ago. Well, it's great to have you with us tonight as well there, Steve. I'll, I'll refer to other Steve as Marples tonight, Steve. You've lost your uh, you've lost your name, but it's good to have you with us as well. Bit of exciting news for you. You're going to be partially moving back down to, to Leicestershire soon. Yeah, I've got some work uh, coming up in the Midlands and uh, the north of England. And uh, I'm also working in Belfast. Um, it's actually easier to fly to Belfast from East Midlands than it is from Aberdeen. So... I'm renting a place uh, until I get the place up here ready to sell and downsize properly. I'm gonna, I've, I've found a place in Quorn, which is great. It's not um, Homes Under the Hammer, by the way. You know, <laughs> sorry? Yeah. So it's not Homes Under the Hammer. You know, yeah, you never know someone yeah. might be interested in uh, <laughs> Tom, great bedroom to... house with 10 acres up in Aberdeenshire. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, Tom, it's great needles. to have you with us as well. How <laughs> things for you? Yeah, yeah, all right, mate. Um, you know, mix of emotions on on Saturday, as you can imagine. But yeah, yeah I, I feel fully recovered. <laughs> Good. We're going to need you to be for the week ahead. Yeah, absolutely critical week for Leicester City. Barry, great to have you with us as well. Dean Smith, then Leicester City manager uh, from the Villa perspective. What's your thoughts on him? I think it was a great appointment. I think um, he's a good he's a good man manager. He's a good motivator. Um, he can sort a defence out relatively quick. Uh, when when he came in with Terry, transformed our back four. Um, so I'm like I'm confident for you guys. I think um, you, you've never really had that worry up top. Um, I think it's just the midfield and your defence has always been an issue. So if you sort sort that back four and you maybe chop and lead out the team, I think uh, I think I think things will go well for you. It's fingers crossed that we'll come back to your view on Smith a bit later as we go through. Aidan, you're now. The, the programme's uh, favourite Northern Irish men now, Brendan Rogers has left his post. <laughs> uh, it's great to have you back with us. It's been a little while. Thanks. So I'm in there in front of Martin O'Neill and uh, Neil Lennon and, and Jerry Taggart, yeah? No, actually, you're not, are you? That's a good okay. point. Yeah. <laughs> Our fourth favourite Northern Irish men. <laughs> I'll, take that. I'll take that. I won't name any more. Um, yeah, doing doing good. I've had a few um, football kind of highlights since we last spoke. Um my beloved Crusaders are into the Irish Cup final um, for the, the second season running. Um, so getting the kids in the, the special school I work in to, to do some banners and um, some kind of flags for me. Um, not, not child labour at all. Uh, and then I actually made it to the new camp last Monday on Easter Monday. I was over in Spain there last week. So um, got to see FC Barcelona playing. Um, but not a bad match, but a bit disappointing not to see a goal. And they had a nil-nil at home to Girona. Well, it's great to have you back with us again this evening. Coming back to you, Walsh, just to start with, and on Dean's yep. appointment, have you, have you met Dean himself yet? Have you have you had a chat with I him? I haven't met him yet, no. Um, obviously, you know, he's only just arrived and um, I'm not, you know, I don't spend too much time down the uh, training ground, um, but I'm sure I'll be meeting him pretty soon. Uh, it feels to me the right fit. I think it's the right thing to do from the club. Um, you know, they've acted very quickly. Um, I think that Craig Shakespeare was important. I think he's a fantastic guy as well as coach. And I think to restore that team spirit in that dressing room is what is needed at this moment in time. Um, you know, we're in a, a, a sticky situation, as everyone knows. You know, we've got to win, what, four games, I'd say, mm. out of, what, have we got left seven, eight, seven, eight games? Seven. Um, seven games. So, we've got, you know, we have got, the, it's in our hands, we've got the games, you know, the, the, we've got the teams uh, around us, which um, which is good. 
Uh, we need Leeds, obviously, to get beat tonight. Um, so we're relying on a bit on other 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 people. But I think that it uh, is the right fit with the manager. The manager, I hope they give him a good chance. And um, to be honest with you, I really hope he does well. I, I hope that the, you know, if it keeps us up, it's it's a fantastic um, um, result for us. And um, it's going to be a difficult uh, task to do that. Um, but we've got the games there, and uh, and I believe that they are winnable. Um, whether it can, you know, get that bond, which I thought in the second half against Man City, they certainly showed signs of, of what they can do, and and um, and could have almost backfired on Pep that game really with uh, taking his his top players off, and um, you know, with the post we had a Dennis Pratt should have done better with a chance, uh, Madison could have done better, um, so that game could have. Um, you know, it could have, we could have nicked a point in the end, but uh, at least it, it showed to me a positive sign that uh, there was no quitting at all. You know, um, and you, you know, I think that now um, it's important that we get three points against Wolves and Saturdays. Concentrate on that game on one game at a time, as is the cliche. Um, but this is so vital. Every game now, the cup final for Leicester. Um, it, it's uh, like I said, it's a it's a mammoth task now, but uh, we're in this position, and um, and hopefully we, you know, I've, I've been in this position myself twice before. I think it is when I first signed in 1986. Um, I played the first 15 games, we were flying, and I got a bad injury, um, and I and I watched us get relegated in the end against Oxford at the last game of the season, and um, Man City actually got relegated, and Villa, I think it was. Um, um, I got relegated in that 1986, so it was a terrible like first year. I wanted to play at the top level, and then further down the line, it happened again in um, 85 um, when I um, obviously had the, the year before was a momentous year, you know, with the playoff final against Derby in '94 um, for me, and then um, to get relegated the next season. I didn't play any 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 games in that season. I don't think. Um, and we got relegated because I had a bad, a bad injury, and um, it, it was it, so I know what it's like in that dressing room. And uh, you know, um, you need leaders, and that's what we've been lacking, um, Leicester City for me. Leadership, characters. You know, we've lost um, the likes of Wes Morgan, Michael, Huth, um, you know, Fuchs. Uh, they're all characters in that dressing room who are experienced, and um, and I think that's been a big, big loss to Leicester City. And um, it feels for the last, you know, six or eight months that we've been playing without a leader at all, you know. And uh, I think performances have shown that. Um, and there's, obviously there's been, um, you know, the, the confidence levels. But uh, hopefully now, you know, with uh, Shaky back in there and uh, Dean Smith, I think, they'll, 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 and, and John Terry, of course, for the defensive uh, side of it, should should uh, help um, the situation. Johnny Evans, I think we need him, you know, for me, um, if he could just get back in, we'd have a good, very good chance of staying. I just hope that um, I think he got he had an illness on um, yeah. for the Man City game, which um, I was expecting to see him a run out. You know, because he is a, such an influential player. He's the only real leader that I think that there is at this club at this moment in time. So uh, he's vital. I, I hope he comes back and stays fit, and, and uh, that'll be interesting to see. Absolutely. Going back to a word there, Tom, that Steve mentioned right at the beginning was around positivity and confidence, wasn't it? And yeah. I don't know how you feel coming on the podcast tonight, but 
I almost feel like a bit of a weight's been lifted and you feel like we might be able to do it. <laughs> uh, that second half certainly helped. I think, um, you know, you, you're kind of on the fence with with whether we're staying up or whether we're going down. And that first half really, really worried me, actually, from from what I saw. But but the bounce back that we had, um, you know, as, as you've mentioned there, Steve, you know, Man City are taking off three three of the best players really so you know on one hand you could say they're kind of they almost threw it away but they've still got some talent on there <laughs> so so for us to actually get into the game you know rather than be down and out is is a positive thing mark it went the right way around didn't it in terms of we took a battery at the beginning came back <laughs> yeah. towards the end and hopefully that can carry us through into our into our next game um marples what did you think to the overall performance then you know you mentioned to start off air that that was the first time that uh an xg had been higher against man city this season there uh, from from any club at, at the etihad uh what yeah. did you think well it, it could have the first 25 minutes were awful, weren't they? They were shocking. We just started to get back into the game. It was like defence against attack for the first um, 15 minutes. Um, but they didn't really create much, and I'll come back to that. And then uh, we started to get into the game, and they gave them the third goal as well. And, um, you know, as Barry was saying before we we came on air, you know, our goal difference is a real advantage for us. And I could see see all that disappearing the way we were playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and but we did show some resilience and come back into the game, even before half time and even before the changes. But we were much better in the second half, and really, defensively, we weren't that bad. If you look at the first goal, there were a few poor defensive headers, about three of them, I think, um, from the set piece. Uh, but nevertheless, it was a worldie from Stones, wasn't it, to hit it the way he did in the in the corner. The centre backs love a worldie against us, don't they? I remember they do, don't they? Them. But I mean, when you when you're down at the bottom, those kind of things go against you. If it was one of our guys, it would have it would have been in row Z or gone out for a throw in or something. Um, and then obviously, uh, Will had his hands up in the area again, uh, not the first time this year, and they get a penalty. So that was another gift. And then th- three. At least two hours, maybe three for the third goal, you know, KDH selling Ndidi short. Um, Ndidi not really putting a tackle in. I think one of the commentators said um, um, De Bruyne's seven-year-old son could have uh, weathered that tackle and gone on. Um, And then Suter seemed to switch off and and lose Haaland, um, leaving him not an easy chance, but he, he put it away. So we kind of gave them three goals in my view and but other than that in spots under a lot of pressure we didn't defend bad and we carried that on then and then started to move forward and pose a threat to them so yeah it's better to end the way we did um and we've got to take that second half performance forward to Wolves now yeah absolutely uh well she coming back to yourself a second yeah and that sort of mammoth task when you're playing against a side like Manchester City, I don't know if you in your career have ever played against someone where you're not beat before you kick off, but you're really, really unfancied like we were on Saturday. How does that affect you? Well, I think that that obviously Leicester City were underdogs for uh, for a lot of my career, you know. And um, we we had a... Obviously, as a football player, you, you do know that what you're playing against and what class of 
um, of plague that you're playing against. And uh, unfortunately, I played against the top players, of, you know, um, in that in that time, in that era, you know, the Arsenal's, the Man United's, the, the, the players, Beckham's and uh, Skull's, the, the uh, uh, you know, the Arsenal players, they're all, they were, you know, they were tough matches. Henry, he was, you know, quick and... Um, that was always a fear factor for centre backs to play against. You know, something well, I would never sleep on a Friday night before a game. You know, you do, your nerves was always a, um, a thing for everybody, every footballer. You know, before you go into a game. But uh, I think that um, the, the more pressure now is every every game that that we play now. You know, we've got seven games left. There's going to be more pressure, added pressure on every single game. And uh, mentally, you have to be strong. Um, it's as simple as that. I think that against Man City, like you say, uh, like the lads have said already, that uh, you know we conceded after four minutes, which was uh, shocking timing, really. And uh, we've got to put these individual errors out because there's been so many and un- needless ones. You know, giving the ball away under no pressure. Um, you know, and wh- how they've been playing instead of you know under under the last six months of Brendan Rodgers was, um, you know, pretty negative, really, in a sense of, of how we how we were set up and how we were playing. And, uh, and it showed it in, in the fact that Madison made a mistake, didn't he, against Bournemouth that, uh, mm. that cost us. But, you know, you can't blame him. He's, he's coming deep to get the ball. And now, you know, Dean Smith suddenly puts him further up the f- field and, you sh- and it shows you what effect he, he can have. Um, but, like, but going back to the question, obviously... The, the pressure is building now and um, players need to um, to handle this pressure. You've got to. And it's, like I say, it's your mental strength and um, and togetherness uh, is needed, you know, and um, and put out these individual errors. We could do without spirit of the teams that you used to play in there coming to the forefront. Oh. Uh, the the yeah. days in particular, that was that would be quite handy yeah. to see in the last seven games. Did you ever think he might come back? Because there was big rumours about him coming back, wasn't there, at one stage? Well, do you know what? I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, I'm just glad that this is, this. you know, I would have liked O'Neill, of course, and there were rumours of him and Neil Lennon. I thought it would have been fantastic. Um, but, you know, times have changed now. And, um, you know, you look at, at these three, I thought that... that uh, I'm, I'm, it seems to fit for me, you know. Um, I might be wildly wrong in in my assumptions, but I just got a feeling that that's the best fit for this season, no matter what happens. Um, yeah. I'd still like to see them there for the start of next season, and um, you know, I'm not going to say we're going to get relegated because we've got a very good chance of staying up if um, if we get it right and um, and we get the likes of Johnny Evans back. So because uh, there's no doubt that there's there's ability and. Um, and and uh, you know in this team there's 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 a a better team than than what we're showing um, over the last half of the season. You know since since um, we've come back from the World Cup in January, it's been it's been awful. But uh, you know we beat Tottenham, we beat four four one was it, and then Villa four two. Um, you know and you thought here we go. You know we're good because you're banging eight goals in and. Um, and and against class outfits, and you can see where, where Villa have gone from that. And uh, but there's nine teams in this, eight or nine teams in this. I'd, I'd, I'd say looking at it, you know, there's still probably seven now. I think that that could obviously depending on results. Forest have been dragged back in. Their leads are in a bit of trouble again now. Um, so we've got to play these teams at Everton. Um, all struggling to get points. So uh, and um, we've just got to pray that we we. Uh, 
that, that this is the right time for the change and um, and that, that we stay up because it's crucial that we do this, that we stay up. It, it really is for everybody's sake. And um, it's going to be an interesting um, final run-in. It, it yeah. certainly is. But Barry, what can we expect from Dean Smith then? What What's his uh, approach going to be to, to getting the best out of these players? Do you see him building a team around Madison the way that he did Grealish at Villa? Yeah, I think so. I think he likes attacking fullbacks as well. I think um, he he was just good at utilising the best players. So that was the that was the core of the team: decent goalie, decent centre half, decent mid, and decent forward. And you've got that too. So I think um, I agree. I agree with Steve. If we can get Evans fit enough, um, just to just to be in that back three and just sort of control that, um, that would that be a massive help. But it's, it's the midfield, and we've said it all season. Mm. Can he can he get the best out of? Either Ndidi, KDH, Mendy, Pratt, whoever, and get the right formula there. Yuri, of course. Um, that's that's the key for me. I think Ndidi's the bit the biggest biggest problem because he was such a force for you, and he just he's gone. He's like he's gone. He's done. He, he shouldn't. Why? Should what? Why? I'm I'm not too sure. I don't know if that's Ben has taken think, out. I think him. it's um, I think it's injuries that have, he's had serious injuries, and I, I think that. You know, and I've had I've had them myself. It it, it does um, take its toll, and I think that he's had these bad injuries, and he's never been the same since then. Um, and and it's a shame, really, because he was you know a fantastic player, and and he and he will be. You know, I'm I'm hoping that he, he can find the form, and you only get this by by playing games. It's similar to to Vardy. You know, he's he's on the bench a lot, but. Um, I think that any forward that needs to be playing week in, week out, and, and I think indeed he needs that now. I think he needs a full season. So um, it's difficult to, to, I mean, there's quite a few players, loss of form. You see you see the likes, even Harvey Barnes at some point, they all had a, an injury and then they came back. And um, it's been a really strange, bizarre season uh, from start to finish. And... Um, yeah, so I think that's not been great. Um, injuries do take the toll, and uh, and possibly that's the reason why. But uh, the the individual errors have been um, have been costing us uh, dearly, haven't they? We we can all see yeah. see that every week. There's been you know it was a little while ago. It was um, every corner, you, you know, every every ball that went out for a corner. You're thinking, oh no, here we go. You know, you didn't have that. Um, kind of a surety that we were going to be able to defend free kicks and corners, which we've been poor at. But uh, giving sloppy goals away, we've given too many away this season. You can't do that in this in this Premier League. Yeah, Wolf's never been the best on the ball, but an interesting stat in the last two games is he hasn't made a successful tackle, which is unlike him at all. Yeah, very unlike. You're right. It's a confidence thing, I think, a, a little bit there as well as uh, maybe a mental side of things. So. I, Aidan, goal scoring hasn't been our problem this season. We've scored the most amount of goals out of anyone in the bottom half of the table, but we've conceded the the most. Were you surprised to see the back three at the weekend? Or if you weren't, is that the right three for us at this stage? Um, I suppose, uh, well, he makes a good point whether whether Johnny Evans can come back in and and do a job for us. Um, But, uh, yeah, I think, I guess... It's not long since since Dean Smith's in the door, and he's he's maybe um, kind of deciding who who is is his best eleven is. Um, for me, like Sutar is still finding his feet. You know, um, Feist again is a, a season or, or a signing just this season, so these guys still haven't played tons of football for us. 
Um, I guess the big question was around Sionchi, wasn't it? And uh, him coming back into the fold. That was, I thought he was really impressive against Man City as well. Yeah, yeah, he was. And and I remember back when I was at the KP back in October, he made a, a start that um, when he when he hadn't been starting, I I still think I still have faith and confidence in him. And um, we've we've remarked in previous seasons that he he's looked a lot more assured when he's playing next to Johnny Evans. Of course, Evans has been out with injury and illness. Um, but whether we could get if we could get Evans back playing alongside him, um, and even if it's stuck with a three with with either Feist or Sutar in there, um, I think that's the way forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, were you surprised to see Cags Walsh on uh, on Saturday? No, no, I wasn't. I, I, that was a no-brainer. I I, I predicted uh, with my team selection, you know, pretty much what uh, Dean Smith um, played really. Um, so so yeah, I mean. I, I, it, it sounds like there's been a fallout between him and Rogers, wasn't there, with Soyuncu? So, and and you know, it's difficult uh, place for him to come back for his first game was and to play like he did was uh, was brilliant. And um, like you say, um, you know, if Johnny Evans was in the middle of that, and I would play Johnny Evans right in the middle of a three now, probably. With this running and play, maybe look at a three-five-two situation. Mm-hmm. Javardi needs help up, up, up front. It can't be isolated. Um, obviously, against Man City, we had to play in the in the in the way that we did. Maybe four-five-one or however it, uh, you know five-four-one. Sorry, and you know because if you if we'd play that way, um, you know that uh, if we'd have played that way um, again, it would have been catastrophic. So uh, you know it, it ended up a, a, a good score line in the end, and we got back into the game, but. Look, looking at, at, at that defensive three, you've got Faz, maybe Soyuncu, either side of, of Evans, with a strong three. You've got two great wing-backs. You know, I hope James Justin could, you know, we've missed him. It'd be great for him to get back. I don't know what the position is yet with him. Um, there's certainly players there that can can make us stronger. And um, But it's that leadership and and the the, the um, experience of Johnny Evans that, that, you know, even if he's not fit for this running, which I know Johnny Evans, if he if he could play, he'd be playing. I know he's got a really strange injury. I've spoke to him um, at the training ground, and it's a really odd um, injury that he's got. Um, so, so that you know, you, if you look at it, um, that there's there's an opportunity against Wolves to uh, to get three points and, um, and just get that that ball rolling towards the end and put the pressure on everybody else because. We need to get out of this bottom three to put that pressure on somebody else because it's not nice and it can get worse. I can tell you, um, you know, players like like we've seen have been making errors and that is pressure sometimes. And uh, it's, it's getting stronger and stronger towards the end of the season. But, uh, you know, I'm great to see Kags back. I think he's a great player. I don't know why um, he, he wasn't playing, uh, you know. Uh, but obviously it sounds like there's been a fallout. So, uh, but we don't know. It's all here today. Um, and speculation, but uh, but now um, it, it's I'm sure after that performance he'll keep his place in the team. There's no doubt in my mind. Looking at that, um, yeah, I, thought he was a, I thought he yeah. was a player on on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. You know, along with Madison and Everson made a couple of good saves. I think that changing in the keeper has been right. You know, I think um, Danny Ward's been under a lot of pressure and made a few errors. So it's been two easy goals going in. So. Everson stepped in and um, and he's done okay. So uh, 
you know, the, the the thing now is just getting that togetherness, getting the performance levels back up. And mm. um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll listen, you know, I know it's a hard challenge, but uh, I'm quite confident we can we can do this. Yeah, me too. That, that's what I want us to, to feel. And anyone listening, I want us to to sort of start building up towards uh, match day on Saturday, feeling like we, we can do it. Yeah, we've, like- got to be, we've got to be positive, you know. Um, it's easy to be, you know, you look at, uh, we've just got to write a, a line underneath the, the what's going on and and, uh, and support as much as we can now in this running because we're going to need everybody on side, you know, as a, yeah. a, a the whole club. And, you know, I go into my room in the gallery and, and uh, so, you know, sometimes I've been a little bit negative and now, you know, I've started to kind of, right, we've got to, we've got to stay together here. And that's how the only way that we're going to uh, get out of trouble is by fighting for each other and fighting for our lives. And that's what we've got to do. Instead of fighting with each other. Have you ever fell out with um, a manager in your career? Just go back um, to the I've, I've fallen out with Martin once, um, which was quite interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, he blamed the result for me on the team bus. Um, he blamed it on me for my testimonial year. I'll never forget it. It was quite funny actually. And uh, I followed him off the bus, and wherever uh, he got off near Wickham, and um, and I said that was a bit unfair, Gaffer. He said I'll see you at nine o'clock on Monday, and um, so the, it was the usual. I went in on Monday morning, and uh, I had to wait for an hour. He'd just leave me sat there for an hour, just you know, and uh, that was his usual one, but. Uh, you know, count yourself told off by Martin O'Neill, and um, you know, I, I, man, you, he, he did apologise in in a sense, and uh, but uh, no, he he tested me out. You did, Martin, and uh, I didn't realise how much he liked me until uh, till I meet him now and we speak. But it, you know, that's how clever he was as a manager. You know, he knew how to uh, man handle play, certain players, when to put an arm around someone, and when to get into someone, and. Uh, Man, I was quite difficult to handle for for anyone, but uh, he he was uh, he was the number one, that's for sure. I say it's a lovely story there about O'Neill, and it's uh, it's one that's probably been echoed with some of our other guests as well that we've had on over the last couple of years. Yeah, um, Pontus Camark, Steve Guppy, people like that that have come on and uh, yeah. they said the same thing around. Yeah, Pontus has, has been one of our... Fa- Apart from when he told me to fuck off that time. <laughs> I think he was joking. I bet that funny. Did he get his out? <laughs> yeah, it was a f- funny accent. Going back to our Scandinavian yeah. friends, uh, Marples, Dan- Daniel Everson, you mentioned prior for, for him. He is clearly the number one now, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, there's question marks about his kicking and occasionally his positioning, but what a shot stopper. I mean, it was a great save from Morris, wasn't it? He can't, he can't have seen that until late anyway. Um, but that's what he made his reputation with at Preston. And, you know, we probably waited too long to bring him in, I think. And uh, let's hope that he continues playing as well as he has done. Um, we look far more secure. And I think he seems to talk more than... Um, Danny Ward as well, which, you know, when you're struggling and as Steve said, struggling with a lack of leadership, you need people talking and organising. I just wonder where we might have been for the whole season if it had been in goal time. I know it's a game of ifs and buts and actually what we're doing now is looking forward, not backwards. But he's for me, is definitely the right man in between the sticks. Yeah, I mean, as, as Steve says, I think it's it's one of those where the decisions come a bit a bit too late. Um but the change in management's probably come too late as well. That's <laughs> the way it's felt well, all season, you know. There's been a goal at Ellen Road, and it's for Liverpool. Liverpool are beating Leeds 1-0. Oh, yeah. Good news. Good news. Yeah. Good news coming from there. Cody Gappo with the goal. 
So it I might go to VAR. Right. There seems to be a, have been a handball in the build-up, so it may go to VAR. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I'll let Don't it that bit that. out then. <laughs> I'll, I'll let it I'll that bit out of the show. Bloody hell. Uh, this is the point of the show. Going back, going back to the keeper's situation, obviously, you know, Michael would would. I, I wish he'd have stayed one more year. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think uh, again, um, he weren't. He wasn't. You know, he, he he took a lot of criticism unfairly. So I think, and um, you know, it's a shame that he, he left the club at the time because it has left us. Um, bear in that in that situation but look I think everyone knows now that this team and squad needs a bit of a rebuild um, and and this is why you know it's vital that we just get through because that's going to determine then how much money can be spent and how much can't um, obviously if we get relegated then you know there's not going to be a lot of money to be be distributed um, but there are a lot there are a lot of contracts up a lot of players will be coming and going I would think um, so it is, you know, it's still going to be an interesting summer, um, and and we'll see what happens. But uh, it's all, all obviously, all, all our thoughts are all all with what's happening at the moment, and um, and Wolves on Saturday is, is all we've got to concentrate on. So uh, I don't like to look at other games, but but I'm happy that Leeds have uh, gone one down because it is important to us now. You know, this huge, is a big yeah. game for us. Huge. It is. Because yeah. it's the sort of game that if they win their five points and five points this time, it feels like a long way, doesn't it? But just a couple of points if you win at the weekend. Um, we, don't, we normally play a bit of a game on our uh, show called Last Man Standing. So I've got a quiz question, which I'll go around one at a time. Uh, it could be quite a quick one tonight with this quiz question. Um, but being as we've got you on, Steve, I'd like the lads all to tell me, and you could join in as well, one after the other, Leicester City's trophy winning captain. So obviously we've got one on the show. There's 12 in total uh, that have won trophies. So that could be a championship, uh, a league championship, a division one, division two trophy. It could be the FA Cup, the Community Shield. Oh, blimey. So there is there is 12. No so I might be relying on you here, Marples, for some of your uh, earlier I day memories. I doubt it. All right. Fair enough. Barry, Barry, I'll come to you, the Villa fan, to start with. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'll go Wes Morgan. Yep, you can have Wes Morgan. Championship 2014, Premier League in 2016 and join FA Cup in 2021. Tom? Can I say Steve Walsh? You can say Steve Walsh. <laughs> we'll go for that then. <laughs> 1997 um, Coca-Cola Cup. What a memory that must be for you, Steve. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um Great days, great memories, and uh, winning winning that cup for me was was special. Obviously, uh, lifting the cup, and uh, I got the Alan Hardaker man of the match for that award. There you go, um, fantastic! It, it really was. And um, look, it, you know, it my my career. I've won so many trophies um, throughout the years. You know, um, and uh, it played at Wembley seven times. I think it was in the nineties. So special memories. Absolutely. Um, did you lock it down for Claridge for the winner as well in that? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. just Nigel Pearson flailing because he was playing centre back for uh, Middlesbrough that day, wasn't he? And uh, he couldn't that's get right. anywhere near. Couldn't get anywhere near. I don't think. That's it. Yeah, he's probably shinned it, but uh, no. yeah. <laughs> brilliant. I'll come to you next, uh, Walshy. Two 0 Yeah, two 0 um, I'm gonna go. Didn't uh, sorry, captains. Did you say? Yeah. Yeah, was that was Andy King one? No, does he not? No, 
No, he wasn't. Oh, right. okay. I was trying he to go off the, leave one captain. off the record. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah, I was trying to confuse people and just try and get one of the hardest ones. But uh, all right, so, am I, is that me out now? <laughs> yeah, you're out. It, it won't be for very well, long. The great, it's a great start. <laughs> uh, Aiden. Uh, so Walsh was captain in 1997. We're saying, yeah. Yeah. But not 2000. No. Uh, Neil Lennon. No. No. <laughs> you just always stick to your own Northern Irish. Well, <laughs> Steve. Um, well, I think he was captain when we won League One, Matt Oakley. Matt Oakley, that is the fella, yeah. That's what I was that's where I was going. That's one of the year I was thinking. Yeah, that's why I threw that in. King, I've got that totally wrong. A, a yeah. bit of a keen reminder to us there that we've been through worse times than where we're at in a minute. <laughs> I, should, I should have known a few of these with my mate as well. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, you're next. Oh, no idea. Matt Elliott. Course. Of course. <laughs> 2000 League Cup final, the Matt Elliott final, 2-1 against Tranmere Rovers. He scored both goals from Steve Guppy corners. Tom? Um, We're in no man's land now. I'll be yeah, really, really yeah, honest. we are a bit. <laughs> um, I'll go Schmeichel on the off chance. Yeah, I'll give you Kasper Schmeichel. FA Cup 2021, joint captain. Oh, yeah. He was the, the match captain, wasn't he? he joint lifted the trophy with Wes Morgan. Yeah. Aiden. Well, I'm gone. I got I, I I'm out with I said Neil Lennon, so I'm gone. Oh um, yeah, you are, yeah, yeah. Forget that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I meant Barry. Is it not Marples? Yeah, Marples. Yeah. I am gonna have to edit this, aren't I? <laughs> you are you're doing yeah. terribly, but yeah. I, well I, I had Wes Morgan and Matt Elliott, and they're both gone, haven't they? So yeah. um go back to the first League Cup. Victory. I'm not sure who was captain back then, but I'll go with Gordon Banks. No. No. Probably Frank then, wasn't it? No. Are you still in, Tom? You are, aren't you? I am, somehow. Yeah, it's Barry next. Uh, I have no idea. That's me out. That's me going. <laughs> Tom, you win by default. Well done. That's uh, it. The other ones that were <laughs> still in there. David Nish was one that I, yeah, I was going to go oh, Nish. Yeah. It was Nish. Oh, yeah. He wasn't in 64 for the cup final. No. Colin Appleton. He, he was the um, community shield. Yeah. And the others were Johnny Duncan in 1925. Can't believe you didn't get that. <laughs> uh, Sepp Smith and Matt, Matt Gillies in 1950. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm. I thought you might have got a couple of them, Marples, but never mind. I'm not that old. Listen, we've only got 15 minutes of the show left. I want to talk about the game on Saturday against Wolves. Um, but beyond that, we've got some pretty big fixtures coming for the weekend as well. Well, she, I know you don't like talking about other teams' games, but the, the other teams that I would consider down there, uh, Southampton, Leeds, Everton and uh, Forest, their games this weekend are against Arsenal for Southampton. Fulham have got Leeds, Palace have got Everton and Liverpool have got Forest. Uh, some quite yeah, big you'd like to think that, that, that they won't get any points, wouldn't you? Really, looking at all four of them games, um, yeah. you'd back against them four, wouldn't you? Really, and um, and that's that's encouraging. If we if we can get that that three points in the bag, then um, it's going to certainly drag other people in to the equation. 
um, who think they're escaping at the minute. So, um, so yeah, um, I would fancy all four to get beat looking at them fixtures, definitely. And Leeds are now 2-0 down against... Uh, oh, fantastic yeah. news then, yeah. So, yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. It's nice to have it in... A, and Brendan Rodgers' thing, Tom, was it's always in our own hands, but it's right. sort of not really all in our own hands, is it? Some <laughs> of it is in the hands of others. Certainly not, no, but... Um... Yeah, I mean it's encouraging knowing the the fixtures some of some of the others have got coming up, um, and you know we're we're playing the teams that are down there as well for for the most part. But um, got to get the results of some, some way. So, <laughs> so it's going to be a tough tough few weeks. And Barry, I know Walsh said earlier it's maybe seven or eight teams that are down there. I'd consider it to be definitely five at the minute and down the bottom that it's going to going to come from. Um, what's your sort of view on the teams that are down there, and who do you think's who do you think's a goner? I think uh, Forest. I think Forest are gone. Um, I think Southampton are gone too. So it's a fight between. Of a run in. Yeah, and I think um, I think it's yeah between you Leeds and um, Everton. I think um, I, I think we, I, I I don't think it's going to be a lot of points for for seventeenth. I think 32, 34. I think you win your three games against the teams around you, you stay up. I think it's as simple as that. So what start starting on Saturday will be tough. I think I don't think a draw is a terrible result, but if you win that one, the, the, the momentum's there, and then you're away. And the thing is, you've got to remember the first year Villa came up, Dean Smith saved us in the last day. Mm. Saved us, yeah. and look where we're at now. And and frankly, I didn't want him to go, so uh, I'm absolutely rooting for him because I think I think he's a great manager. And who coach. was the game he saved you against? Do you remember? West Ham as well. West Ham away. West Ham. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's on the it's cards. A case of history repeating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think three wins. I think you'll get three out of the seven and I'll keep you up. Aidan, I asked the lads a couple of weeks ago before we were going to stay up and no one really gave me an answer on it. They said they needed to wait till after the Bournemouth game and the, uh, the other game that followed that, the Villa game. Obviously, we lost both of those, but do, do you see Leicester staying up in your heart of hearts? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, but we're, we're playing a Wolves team. I think we need to win on Saturday. I think I think certainly a defeat on Saturday is really hard to stomach because where it leaves you, you know, I think Wolves at home is one that you really want to be going and winning. Um Saying that, you know, Wolves have come, come off um, the last three games where they beat Brentford, they beat Chelsea and they drew with with Forest. So they're, they're not in a bad shape in that sense. Uh, now, I do see a stand up, but I think it starts with a, with a win and I think we'll sneak a win on Saturday. Has to be a win. I don't think a point's any good Walsh on Saturday, do you? I think well, I, I, I do agree. I mean, we've got a quick game against Leeds, and you can turn it around quickly. You know, if it if it went if it was the worst scenario, and we did lose, you've got a chance to turn it um, on against Leeds on Tuesday night. But like you say, at this at this stage and this time and now, this is such a crucial game. This Wolves game, uh, and. Um, He's gonna really. We're gonna need everybody behind us for this to get through it. And um, but like I said, if if the worst comes to the worst, you've got Leeds, and then you've got the likes of Everton. You've got I know you've got Liverpool. Uh, it could go all the way this to West Ham, like like we've said. It, it could be one of those nail biting last games of the seasons where we need to win to stay up. And um, and, and, and at this moment, I'd take that. You know. Um, but um, it's just, it's just such a crucial. Um, situation that we're in, and um, 
yeah, like I say, it's not for the faint-hearted, is it? Looking, looking at uh, the the fixtures, but the, like, when you say it's in our hands, it, it it can be. But we've got to play a lot, lot better than we have been playing, and uh, and hopefully that we can get um, the the lads together and the, the that team spirit, uh, which I'm sure they'll be giving everything. And you'll see a difference, I'm sure, in the performances, and um, and let's hope we've got enough quality in the squad to get us through it. Big, big game, Tom. We've only lost one out of seven in the last seven against Wolves. Uh, we've got quite a good record against them in recent times. I know that's been a kiss of death this season. Every time I've bought a stat out, like right. that, we've sort of under-delivered, under if you like. But are, are you hopeful? Well, that, that was kind of the tale of, of the whole season, to be honest, isn't it? So, you know, I, I wouldn't go too much off stats. But, yeah, I am hopeful. Um, I'm sure you are with uh, with where you're living at the moment. So, <laughs> you know, with the other half's family being, being yeah. Wolves fans. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I agree with, with you all really there. It's got to be a win for me. Um it's yeah, it's just that point in the season where you don't want to be dragging three. that out. I can see us winning the next three, and I think we're sitting here in two weeks' time, yeah. and we're we're in this. Yeah, I wonder what all the fuss was about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you not think that would be a totally right. Leicester City thing to do? Yeah, yeah. possibly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think atmosphere is going to be a massive thing on Saturday, and um, you know, I'm hoping that the ground's a lot more positive than it has been over the last few games. Disappointing, wasn't it, against Bournemouth to an extent? Yeah. Yeah, really the bad. Atmosphere that was there. So we, we came out, actually, before the end, which we never really do, but the chance we're, we're going around, yeah, you're not fit to wear the shirt and stuff like that. It's not helpful, is it, when you're a player, Steve, in the dressing room and you can, no. you can hear that? Um, it, this was coming... You know, you could see every game seemed to be getting worse and worse, and um, the the quality, the standard of of you know the performance levels of the players. Um, you can't fault the effort and commitment, but um, I think that the tactics and everything just everything just completely um, was on a spiral. And um, you know, it was a, obviously the chairman and the directors had enough of this and um, and obviously needed to make this change. Um, you know, they gave Brendan a very, very good chance to give him plenty of time when you look over over the season, really, to get this right. And um, I don't like pulling the plug on managers and, and saying that, but, uh, you know, it needed to be done and, and it was. So, um, it's, uh, it, it, you know, it's, like I say, it's been a bizarre season. Um, and I'm just praying that, um, you know, because obviously I've, 15 years at this football club, you know, I love the club and uh, it'd be a travesty if uh, if we went down, you know, I bet uh, if Vich, I could be looking down as now, giving that magic uh, touch to us, then he, he will do, that's for sure. And uh, I've got a, I've got a sneaky feeling we're going to get out of this and uh, and we're all going to be okay. And like you say, the, the, you, the very winnable games coming up and uh, we could possibly win the next three games and then we'll be looking, like you say, in a position where I think that it's going to be really low um, points um, for the bottom three that are going to go down. I think it's going to be lower than it's ever been. You, the 38 points that everyone says, I don't, 
I think it's probably going to be 36, 37, I think. 30, maybe not even that. You don't know. But because uh, a lot of teams are just losing games. They're not, they're not winning at this stage when you need to. And um, the momentum is a big thing. But uh, hopefully we can just start that momentum by beating Wolves. And uh, then, then you know, the confidence will be sky high going into Tuesday night against Leeds. And, uh, and Leeds, we know, are struggling at the moment. You're, uh, you must have some good memories of playing Wolves back in the day. How many times did you get sent off again? <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I did a Q&A over in Wolverhampton about, uh, when did I do that? In November, December, I think it was. Uh, what was it? Yeah, I can't remember. And um, But it was um, fantastic to see Bully, you know, because I get on well with him, bizarrely enough. We, we only got sent off once each, you know. Seems like a lot more. I've still got teeth marks in his head from headbutting him, you know. Um, but uh, there were special memories for me. And, uh, you know, I had to slow him down. It was simple as that. I had to kick him off the park, literally. Um, and uh, But he was he just get back up. He bounced back up. And he was he had that tenacity and chased everything down. He was one of the hardest players to to play against, as in a sense of, of how good he was, really. He was a finisher. He could, he could you know, he's brave. Um, it was quick and he just never, it was relentless. And, um, you know, how he never played at the, the right at the top, I'll never, never know, you know. But uh, he was loyal to his club, like uh, like I have been, I suppose. And um, and, I, and, I, and I appreciate that for him because I come from a family of, of loyalty. You know, my dad worked for British Aerospace for 55 years, I think. You know, he had about 12 weeks off ill in, in 50 odd years, you know, and that's how we how we were in them days. And we're fighting for our own club. So um, I'll be speaking to Bully before um, and uh, and I'll give him some stick, no doubt. But uh, they were great memories, good days. Yeah, thanks for your, your view on that as well. Five minutes left, lads, before we finish. So I'm going to come around you quickly. Uh, in terms of team selection at the weekend, Steve Marples, I'll come to you first. Are you picking Dennis Pratt or are you picking KDH in midfield and why? Um, definitely uh, Pratt because uh, Kiernan's lost his confidence completely. He's got more energy, but he keeps making mistakes. His passing's been woeful and Pratt will get the basics right and they've still got a pretty good motor. So uh, that's the first one. Barry, come to you next. Mendy or Ndidi? Mendy. Mendy because uh, whenever he has came on, he hasn't really done anything wrong. And I think Ndidi just needs to come out the fire line a wee bit. Um, yeah, for Mendy for me. Uh, Aiden, I've got Vardy or Kalechi Iheanacho. Both. Yeah, I think that's the answer. Well, my question on the back of what that, about Vardy? What about Vardy and Iheanacho? Yeah. <laughs> yeah what about, get, them both, get them both in there, definitely. About, I'm thinking about second strike. I'm thinking about pace and the the shape that it might be. I wonder if Harvey Barnes might play as a second striker. I don't think he's. Is he, he's? I think he's out. I think isn't he injured? I thought he might be out. back this weekend. I, I, I oh, might you, might, you might be right. You know, I hope you are because uh, you know he's a terrific mm. player. But uh, he's been uh, blighted by injuries as well as Harvey, yeah. hasn't he? He's expecting um, his first child. his first child now as well. So congratulations to yeah, to yeah. absolutely. What encourages me, Mark, is that Dean Smith wants to get the ball forward much more quickly, which we've been. Too busy yeah. uh, playing it backwards and uh, and uh, sideways as a safe option rather than looking for that forward pass. And Wolves don't score many goals, and so I'm hopeful that um, the you know looking at the second half performance and the chances we created against Man City, we can we can beat them two 0 or something like that. 
Well, I was just about to take your predictions. Are you happy to do one, Walsh? Yeah, of course I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going for a win, of course. And, yeah, and, what are you going to have? Uh, my friend always tells me 2-1. He's a gambler as well, but 2-1 uh, Tom, I call him. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 win um, for Leicester City, yeah. Could be like the great escape season all over again, couldn't it? Like that Andy King got to start somewhere. Barry? 1-0 uh, Leicester. Aiden, I'm going to say two 0 to Leicester City. This is you all. You all deserted me at the weekend. I was the only one that thought we'd get anything. Well, are you that confident of clean sheets then, lads? We've been conceding <laughs> yeah. another. <laughs> I think I, I think it start. I think it starts this weekend. The clean sheets start. I hope you're right. Two one, Tom. Aye, three one, Tom. Ruined <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and Steve Marples. 2-0 still. I'll go for 2-0. Oh, did did you say 2-0 yeah. before? Well, uh, no, don't forget I got it right last weekend. Spot on. I'll go 3-1 Leicester. Just so you've got that. 3-1 Leicester? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We've got a little uh, prediction league going. The winner's going to get a, a football jersey of their choice. Am I right in saying that, Aidan? That's correct, yep. Yeah. 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 You have to any. text me next season every week and I'll, I'll join in next season then. Yeah, you're on. <laughs> you're very welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, so who's winning at the minute? Barry, oh, give us give us a second. Talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Barry, is it you? Is it? Yeah. yeah don't, you don't need to look into it now. Listen, <laughs> just, before, just before we finish off tonight, uh, Walshy, what what's your message to the Leicester City faithful that will be there on Saturday? Because you're going to see some in the think, hospitality yeah. bit, bit to a, a wider message to the whole fan base. What are you saying to them? Well, the famous saying is keep the faith, isn't it? Um, I think that's the main thing. But no, I, I just feel that, um, listen, the fans can be that extra man for us at the minute. I, I know they'll get behind us. If they see, you know, if they see that we're playing the right way and that we're trying and we're working hard and we're, you know, I, I don't see any issues with, with the crowd at all. But um, what, what has happened, as you can see, over the last you know, month or so, it's not been great. And uh, the fans have had every right to, 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 to complain. But, you know, it doesn't help matters. And uh, we've got to be positive. We've got to get right behind the club from, from you know, from the groundsman to, to everybody who's connected with the club just to, just to get us through this period. It's going to need everyone pulling together. And uh, if we do that, then there's a very good chance that this will happen. Brilliant. Well, thanks for joining us this evening. What's uh, yeah. What's next for you in terms of the rest of the season? Are you you're still doing your hospitality? And- I am, yeah. Um, I, I do a few of the away games in the studio, the Leicester City studio as well, TV studio uh, with Matt Tellier, Taggart, you know, and the lads. So uh, I've got quite a few things in to do with the, the community, Leicester community, um, through the football club. So I'll be busy, you know, still as ever. And uh, But the games are the most important thing now. And then Saturday... Uh, comes I'll be in the gallery and um you know it, it's it's going to be a, a better atmosphere I'm sure than it was in the Bournemouth game yeah I hope so well thanks so much yeah. for joining us this evening no Andrew. problem yeah cheers fellas yeah cheers. thanks nice a lot thanks enjoyed a lot. it thanks that's, uh, that, that's yeah. it for another episode of it's 11 it's heaven for Jamie Vardy we'll join you again next time after we get some more points on on the board uh, and we'll speak to you soon
Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.